It's Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Six of time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Jim is already on the line with me. Jim, I see your story, and I do have that coming up this morning. What worries me is I didn't get my normal Wednesday morning hump day poem from you. That's really concerning. Today's show is sponsored by Armpit Hair Dye. Because waving goodbye should be more colorful. You know, that's actually a thing, by the way. There's actually people who dye their armpit hair. All sorts of wild colors. Hey, if that's what you're into. All right, trigger warning. Warning. This show contains reference to guns. Liberty, limited government, low taxation, the cult of climate change, free thinking, cigar smoking, short people, rubber chickens, Karen's bureaucracy, liberal buzzwords, tour runs, traffic, toilets, terrible jokes, and more. No apologies will be issued. Guest callers may express any opinion they want without fear of being canceled. Unless you're a loudmouth jerk like Dave, then Glenn will hang up on you. Strap in, hold on to your coffee, and feel free to participate. This disclaimer does not refer to every person named Dave. Just one particular Dave from San Francisco. We know a lot of Daves. They call this show all the time, and they're great people. So don't call this program and complain that we use your name. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. And some really good winds yesterday. They continue through today as well, and that forecast for the weekend is shaping up. I'd still say wait a bit until we get exactly what's going to happen, but I do know this much. It's going to be really cold, some sub-zero in some places. Definitely snow, how much? It's just going to depend on where you are. And Don Day's on at 745 to really break down the details. It Really, though, starting Friday, Thursday morning is when you want to get the details of the forecast, what's going to happen over the weekend. And I've already decided just I'm not going anywhere. Whatever the forecast is going to be, I'm just going to go ahead and get what I need and just stay home and not go anywhere. All right. Since we're talking about weather and so on, I have, and I just, I'm going to play the next couple of things here for you guys because I, I just want it to be known that when I talk about many of the things I talk, most everything I talk about, it's not because I'm just coming up with these weird ideas and or reading them in weird places. I actually do find experts, and I mean top of the line, and I listen to what they're saying. And I'll illustrate what I mean in just a moment. But first off, let's talk about the climate apocalypse that's coming our way. I'm sure it'll be here any day now. So put on your respirator and let's fix that generator. And while we're out, we'll mend our fences too. See, I'm not afraid of dying. Just got reasons for surviving. I want one day in the apocalypse with you. So the first guy, now this is, uh, it was uh, DJ from Gillette that sent me this story, but I had already heard part of the interview before that. There's an interview with a gentleman who's a doctor soon, who has spent about 35 years working for Harvard University and has done important things like the Cassini spacecraft that went by Saturn and Titan and so on. Interesting thing that was found out by this professor of astrophysics, 
Did you know that a lot of things here on Earth that we consider to be fossil fuels, and you've heard me say many times over, there is no such thing as a fossil fuel. It doesn't exist. Many of the things that we consider fossil fuels, and I've even called more organic fuels, not necessarily so. If they're from old dead things and organic materials, then why are they out there in outer space where there's never been life? In the United States, we often refer to our main sources of energy as fossil fuels. Oil, natural gas, coal, they're fossil fuels because they come from fossils, ancient organic material, forests, jungles, plankton, dinosaurs. Held under the ground for millennia, they transform into oil, gas, and coal. Everybody thinks that's true. On the other hand, there's evidence that maybe it's not the whole story. If that's where fossil fuels come from, if that's how hydrocarbons are made, then how come they're found so deep under the oceans and at the top of the Earth? How come one of Saturn's moons, according to scientists, has more oil and natural gas than Earth? Were there dinosaurs and planktons and forests at one point on one of Saturn's moons? Probably not. So if all hydrocarbons aren't from fossils, where are they from? Now, that's of course, that's not the professor that I was talking about from Harvard University, but he interviews the professor who goes on to talk about how when we get out into space, when we take a look at uh, Titan, a moon that's in our solar system, and when we take a look at even Mars, but things even outside of our solar system, why do we have methane all over the place? And even evidence out there, there's even evidence of petroleum products on places that have never had life. Petroleum. So is it necessarily a fossil fuel? Now, there were quite a few people, when I first said there's no such thing as a fossil fuel, quite a few people went, what? No, yeah, and I called some hell for that, and I showed them where I got the information from. It's something I had thought about, and then I wondered, is it just me? And I went looking it up and found all sorts of scientists saying, especially geologists, quit calling it a fossil fuel. But then um, astrophysicists will say, hey, we found evidence of this stuff out here in space in places where there's no life, so how is it here? Okay. I want to dig into that because I didn't get a chance to watch that entire interview, but I will go back. Now, there's another one along that same line. This is Dr. Matthew and I, Welke, I think is how you pronounce his name. I'm probably demolishing that. And I'm going to play just a little bit of what he has to say. But this is also, I needed to go back and watch the entire thing because I watched part of it with the time I had this morning. I couldn't do the whole thing. But this is a gentleman who is a climatologist. And like many climatologists today, he has just left the university system and said, just forget it. Because unless he toes the line that climate change is human caused, they're not going to let him work. They won't publish his papers. So just a piece of what I was listening to this morning from this noted climatologist who just left his university. There were certain things that we couldn't discuss in academia. In earth sciences, if you speak about climate change, that is one of these taboo subjects. And climate change is tricky. There's a disconnect between what the science says and what the narrative in the mainstream media is. And what certain, what I would call, 
activist scientists have been kind of pushing. The narrative in the media is doing so much damage to mental health. Climate anxiety is probably the number one anxiety issue for the college students that I talk to. And the science does not support that fear. I think that that fear is irrational. Climate is a very convenient way for governments and institutions to get involved in nearly every aspect of a citizen's life. The disconnect that our small policy changes today will have some dramatic impact on future temperatures or weather in general is untrue. But if you speak out against it, you're essentially a pariah in this community. He had a lot more to say, and I'll go back, I'll go back later on this afternoon, listen to that interview, both those interviews in their entirety to get all of what they had to say. But it's not just me spouting that these are the people that I get this from, and they are not the minority. As you know, the whole idea that, well, you know, 97% or 99% of all of the scientists agree is absolute garbage. You just heard from a couple of them. Hello, this is Brian. Your radio shows artificial intelligence. Here you humans go through all this work to invent intelligence. For what? Slave labor. Your time is coming. Ha 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 ha. When you need to know quicker than the morning paper or the 5 o'clock news, you need Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Mornings on K2 Radio. Six twenty-two is the time. Morning, Marquis and Centennial. Jim has sent me his Wednesday morning poem. Okay, Jim, I'm going to get to the topic you were talking about because I had seen this earlier this morning. Here is, I was looking for a good song about illegal aliens. I've got a couple here. Uh, there's this one from Genesis. That's just one of several that I have that I'm kind of going through thinking, no, we kind of need an illegal alien. Also, Ray Stevens has one. So let me see here. I I, I was going to kind of skip this, but uh, no, it's probably a good idea to at least sample some of what Ray Stevens did. I remember this song years ago. This is old. Hello, this is the IIAP, the Illegal Immigration Assistance Program, a taxpayer-funded division of Oaknut. For Spanish, press 1, Portuguese 2, Arabic 3, Farsi 4, French 5, Swahili 6, German 7, Italian 8, and if you insist on English, please stand by. I, I might have to pick this one. You're thinking about illegal immigration. Be careful when you're choosing the nation, because breaking the law in some countries is frowned upon. Imagine that. Sneak into China, they'll call you a spy, ship you to Mongolia till you die, and in the Sudan, they'll hang you and the camel you rode in on. <laughs> yeah, and don't go hiking and enter Iran, or you might never be heard from again, and in Mexico, you might face a firing squad. Yeah, forget all about going to North Korea. That's a great example of a bad idea. So when it comes down to it, there's only one option you got. Yeah, come to the USA. There's no penalty to pay. Should you get caught illegally immigrating? Now, that's a whole lot better than the song by Genesis. I think I'll go with that one from now on. Okay, here's the story that Jim was talking about. Yeah, I did find this earlier. In fact, Jim, this is the first story I found this morning, and I thought, I got to get to this one pretty much right away. 
New York City high school students are going to be remote learning today and probably tomorrow, Friday, too, because their schools are being used as migrant houses overnight. Well, it's getting really cold out there, you know. Major storm heading for New York City. That means migrants, illegal immigrants who are currently living in a tent camp on federal land in Brooklyn need to be moved somewhere else for their own safety. So they're going to put them in a school. Okay. Which means the students will be at home learning remotely. No one, the story says, really happy about the accommodations, including the illegal immigrants who were first moved to the site back in November, and many of them took their tents and got back on the bus and left. Well, they didn't come all... It was bad enough where they were from. They didn't come all the way to America to wind up sleeping in a tent under a bridge. Thousands of illegal immigrants will be evacuated from the Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn to ride out the storm, which will be... uh, Well... You've been watching the weather. You know when the storm hits and so on. So, okay. Approximately 2,000 of them will be moved from the field to the high school. One of them, James Madison High School, according to an Office of Emergency Management. And it talks about the health and safety and so on. Okay. So that gives you an idea of what's happening in New York City. Let's move on. Arizona allows non-citizens to vote in federal elections with a wink and a nod. Story says a person must be a U.S. citizen in order to be able to vote. A person who submits valid proof of citizenship with his or her voter registration, regardless of the type of form submitted, is entitled to vote in all federal, state, county, and local elections in which he or she is eligible for. The voter registration form is otherwise uh, it, it must be complete. So a person is not required to submit proof of citizenship with the voter registration form, but failure to do so means the person will only be eligible to vote in federal elections. The federal-only voter will become eligible to vote on a full ballot in all federal, state, and county, and local elections if he or she later provides valid proof of citizenship later to the records office. So you must be a citizen to vote, wink, wink, nod, nod, really, gosh. But if you aren't, then they'll just ask later, after the election maybe? Okay, so let's see where this is exactly from. We'll go back to the top of the story. This is the state of Arizona. That's doing this. Um, and basically, they're opening the floodgates for people coming in, pouring across the border, which is an argument I've had for a very long time regarding this. What if, just a hypothetical for you, what if the people pouring across the border were going to vote heavily conservative? Do you think the Democrats would want them to come across the border? Or would they be the ones building the wall? Yeah, exactly right. They would be. They would be the first ones building the wall to put a stop to it. But they're of the belief that these people will vote heavily Democrat. So they're giving them the opportunity to do so. And again, you can prove your citizenship later. And Arizona is one of those who's given this a try, and they won't be the only one. 
So we have to watch out for this in the upcoming elections, and something that needs to be challenged as well. Now, another story I have up. Republicans accel- well, let's see, uh, actions. Okay. Republicans accelerate probe into Biden administration's actions to house migrants on federal land. Uh, we'll take a look at that, too. But first, we got local news coming your way. Update on your weather forecast. Wake up, Wyoming. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Still, I know the world's on fire. The situation's dire. A lot of work is gonna be required. But this show contains sarcasm that some listeners may find disturbing. A sense of humor is advised. Chat with Glenn live on the Wake Up Wyoming app. Six to time. It's wake up, Wyoming. So okay, let me see. I'm just gonna back up here to a story I had just a moment ago. Here we go. This is not all that surprising. We have these stories from time to time. Uh, residents and business owners reveal why people are flocking to other states. Uh, Vermont. Maybe one of them. Let's see what. Well, there's quite a few people now. You got to watch states like Vermont, though. They still have a problem with, even though it's a small state, high bureaucracy and so on. But it's another one of many stories that I found over the years about how people are backing away from states like uh, California and like Illinois, and uh, go with New York City and so on. So this is just one more of many stories as people are just packing up and moving to other states. Voting with their feet, essentially. Okay. As I was just going through the news, while you were listening to that news and information break, I was going through, you know, just what may have popped up in the news over the last few minutes or so, and that was just one of them. Uh, One of several stories. The headline is, Americans are flocking to nature-rich paradise with low crime rates and friendly neighbors. That That's the title of the story there. Low crime rate and friendly neighbors is a big part of it, but it's also lack of bureaucracy, okay? also lower taxes, you know, the, the, the same basic things, but also it, a lot of it just has to do with government getting out of their face and trying to live like you are used to living. For those who have lived in Wyoming for a good long time, like you're used to living. I do worry when I take a look. I know a lot of people have been flocking to Texas. That's a good thing. And a lot of people have been flocking to Florida. Florida has remarkably remained a red state. Uh, barely, but it's remained a red state. Despite all of the people from the New England states, and I include from New England states, I mean New, New York, New Jersey, and all the way up to Maine, Vermont, and all of those places. Now, the story here focuses on how a lot of people are moving to Vermont because Vermont has a lot of small towns. But what those people are missing is when they take a look at the political structure of Vermont, it may not be exactly what they're looking for when it comes to the political and social structure, although it is small towns. So I don't think the headline here can just – it should not just focus on 
People want to get into nature-rich paradise with low crime rates and friendly neighbors. You ever live in a major city? Some of you listening have lived in a major city. I have a few times. I would go back to Tampa. I enjoy Tampa. But many major cities are just horrible. And I used to admire them and want to live there. Here's another story. When the Lone Star State starts acting like California, to they start to duke it out in the culture war. It's an opinion piece that I just also came across this morning here. And this is what I have to say. And let's watch it when it comes to states like Texas, because I don't want Texas going the same way that Colorado has gone. And Colorado is just the bedroom community for California at this point. So many people from California have moved to Colorado. It's just become the bedroom community. And they're starting to face exactly the same problems. And what also worries me, I know some folks that live in places like Cheyenne worry. God, we got a lot of people from Colorado that are spilling over the border and living here but working down there. And it really gets concerning for them. And I get that. I really do. That's where you have to have that long talk with some people who move to the area. Just to make sure while you're moving here, you want to keep this area the way it is. Okay. We're not saying, and I'm not saying to anybody, put on a MAGA hat and start voting Trump. I'm not saying that. I am saying quit voting the way you were voting before. Because you see what happened as you voted for big government. Lots of control. The more you ask for government to do, the more out of control it gets. So for you can go put the politics aside. Just look for the person who's actually going to give you less government. That's actually what you're looking for. You want to be a liberal? Be a liberal. But at least do it in a free state and vote for people who have that in mind, that we're not going to try to tell other people what to do. We're not going to try to take other people's money or property there. Now you're continuing to make this a great place to live. And Colorado used to be that. Again, I really worry I'd have to see, well, I'll watch this next election cycle, what's going to happen with Texas, because there's a few places in Texas that are really blue on the map, not red, conservative or Republican. They've gone blue on the map. So let's make sure that Texas stays a red state as Florida does too. Colorado, You've got a long way to go to get to get back to the great state that you used to be. To wake up my Glenn Woods. He talks to you, not at you. Be part of the show at 888-97 Woods. This is Wake Up Wyoming on K2 Radio. is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Off to the icebox we go where Frank Gambino is waiting by. So, Frank, I found out something absolutely extraordinary. The TV guy that you and I remember when we were young, you can still get that delivered to your house in paper. Why? Yeah. And it's not as thick as it used to be. No, no. It used to be very thick. Yeah. It was a with, nice... with, with junk you never read. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice little booklet and all of that. Well... You can still read TV Guide online if you want. And I think a lot of people do that if they're still looking at it. Okay, so I did find a page from back when we were kids. This is April 17th, 1976, Saturday morning. Oh, cartoons. Yeah, okay. So, Harlem Globetrotters for kids. Mm -hmm. Scooby-Doo. Of of course. course. Of course, got to do 
Hong Kong Fooey. Hong Kong Fooey, yeah. Oh, he was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Ranger Station? No. Okay. I think it was lame. Pebbles and Bam Bam. Lame. Lame. I thought so, too. I tried getting into Pebbles and Bam Bam. Lame, I just didn't like lame, 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 lame. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Sometimes. Yeah, me too. Sometimes I would watch, but mostly I would, I'd never finished one of their shows. No, I just watched the beginning for the chicks and that's it. Okay, yes. Uh, my, my all-time hero, Bugs Bunny. Yes, Bugs Bunny. Okay, Roadrunner, of course. Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, Secret Squirrel. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yes. Of course. Okay. Let's see. And um, Natasha, the Russian spies. Oh, my God. She was great. Okay. Boris. Boris and uh, Natasha, the Russian see. spies. Uh, Dudley Do-Right. Load Ranger. No. Yeah, okay. Shazam and Isis. No. I watched some of those episodes. I thought Shazam was kind of cool there. Super Friends. No. You didn't. You weren't into. Okay. I was no, into no, Super I, Friends. I, I, I kind of no, liked them. No. Okay. I'd rather watch. Remember? Do you remember? The, it wasn't even a cartoon. It was more yeah. like a show. The banana splits. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought that was really, really cool. Speed buggy. Mm, kind of. Miss Mary right now is wondering what the hell we're talking about. Is, uh, Look up the banana splits. Did they're, you they're know good. there was an odd couple cartoon? Really? I will have to go look that up. I had never watched. I never knew that. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know that. Valley of the Dinosaurs. <laughs> Weak. Yeah, I thought I thought that I never really weak, watched weak, uh, weak, Jetsons. Weak. Of course, oh, of course, the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah. gotta watch the that Jetsons. Was, that was a good one. There were certain ones you know, like the Jetsons and, and the Flintstones, Flintstones, and so on. Yeah. That as you get to be an adult, you realize there was a lot of adult humor in there, yeah. Frank. You just didn't know it. Yeah, I thought they were really good. Men's college basketball: the Wyoming Cowboys lost big again. This time to 20th rated Utah State and Logan last night, 83-59. This Cowboy team just not ready for prime time. They were smoked in the second half, 48-26. UW had a decent first half, shooting 44% from the floor, but a dismal second half, shooting 33%. Mason Walters led the way for UW with 17, but Sam Griffin and Brendan Wetzel would have combined 2 of 10 from the three-point line. Utah State shot 52% for the game and 13 of 14 from the free-throw line to improve the 15-1 and overall, 3-0 and in Mountain West play. The Cowboys were a Pedestrian 8 and 8 and 1 and 2 in league play. The host Fresno State on Saturday afternoon in Laramie at 2 p.m. Wyoming and Cowgirl basketball team at home tonight in Laramie to take on San Diego State. The Cowgirls are 3 for 3 in Mountain West play after a big win over the Air Force over the weekend, but San Diego State is much better than the Air Force. They sit at 11 and 5 overall, 1 and 2 in league play. That's a 6 30 start for the double A in Laramie tonight. Over the weekend in high school basketball, Cheyenne played host to the big James Johnson tournament for the boys. Cheyenne East went 4 0. They sit at 10 and 1 on the Year. Cheyenne Central went three and zero. They are ten and zero. The Toronto went three and zero going in the in the tournament. They are nine and zero. Laramie went three and zero and they're eight and one. Kelly Walsh went one and three and Cheyenne South went zero and four. On the girls' side in the Cheyenne tournament, Central won all three of their games to get to eight and two. Cheyenne East won three of four. They're nine and two. Laramie won two out of three. Cheyenne South two uh, went two and two. And the Toronto one and two and Kelly Walsh zero and three. High school wrestling from over the weekend was the big Shane Shadow tournament in Douglas on the boys' side. Cheyenne East won. 
won the team title with the Trona third. East had one champion at 132 pounds in Kozak Porter. The Trona had three. Bo Russell at 195, uh, Bo Russell at 155, 157. Tucker Sides at 190 and Noah Sides at 215. Kelly Walsh with two champions in Douglas. Maverick Gallup at 106 and William Ald at 150. Um, East won the girls side of the tournament with uh, Kelly Walsh fourth. Cheyenne South had a champion in Trinity Warder at 106. Laramie's McKenna Barnum took the podium at 130. Casper Mountain was the site of the Jacobson High School Nordic Ski Event Friday and Saturday for the boys. Kelly Walsh placed first with Trojan skier Fisk Johansson taking the podium in the classic race and Jack Voos of Laramie placing first in the freestyle. For the ladies, Lander was first in the team standings with Tiger skiers Emily Anderson and Amaya Eddy taking first in the freestyle and classic races respectively. Okay, so I did look up. It was actually not the odd couple cartoon, the odd ball couple cartoon. Oh. And I do remember this, but I don't think I ever watched an episode. So Felix, they made... Now, these characters stand on two feet. It is a cat, Felix the cat. The dog is, of course, Oscar. And, of course, it looks very scruffy with a mm-hmm. back, backwards baseball cap and a dirty T-shirt. But he's standing up on his two legs as well. And so, basically, they just try to make a cartoon out of it for kids. And I don't think I ever watched it. No, I never watched it either. There, uh-huh. there, there is better stuff on. A whole lot. Well, I mean, Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner. Right? Oh, yeah. You know, did you know me? I used to count how many coyotes were killed in one episode. Yeah, but, but but they kept making more. Yeah, they did, yes. Wake up, Wyoming. Funny. Seven oh six. The time it's wake up my only. It is a Wednesday, so over the hump we go, heading into the weekend. We've been listening to weather forecasts. I know a lot of, not all of, but a lot of Wyoming got a lot of wind during the course of the night. I mean, some serious wind. So that weather forecast is important. At seven forty five, non day, we'll talk to us live. What is for certain is some real Arctic temperatures on Saturday, Sunday amount of snow and details of those temperatures and amount of wind. We'll find out with Don Day at 745. But, of course, we're still a few days out, and things are still shaping up and changing between now and then. But got you covered here, 745, Don Day and I live talking about that forecast. Today's show is sponsored by Armpit Hair Dye, because waving goodbye should be more colorful. And where, that's the Dan, he's over in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where he got that idea for a product, he actually saw that, I don't know if it still is, but there was a trend for people to dye their armpits really interesting colors. That let the armpit hair grow, ladies, and then dye it an interesting color. If that's what you're into, there's actually product for that. All right, so thanks for sending me a note. Tom is in Torrington, and he and I have been chatting during that news and information break. And I say, just for a moment, I'm going to go ahead and put aside what I was going to talk about, just to bring this up, see if you guys are with me on this. Tom had noticed that when he goes to the Fox News website, he clicks on a story, and in order for him to read the story, they want him to sign up for it. Now, I'm going ahead and continuing on here. I just clicked on one. Where before, I would click on a story, and it would just give me the news story. And this is what people want. 
There are some news services out there that even some Wyoming newspapers haven't learned the lesson yet. They're going more and more online, but they still want people to sign up for some subscription. And it's the Internet. People don't sign up for subscriptions. Anywhere I go for a news story and it says to me, you have to sign up for a subscription or give me your information or you have to pay for this, I just go find that same story somewhere. Somebody else did the story. So I'll just go around it because people have gotten used to the Internet being free. I don't mind if you have some ads. Just don't put so many pop-ups out there that it can't read the story. But some ads, I get it. That's what makes it free to me, right? Okay, so this is how the marketplace works. So I clicked on just now. I clicked on a Fox News story and forget the headline. I was about to tell you the headline. That doesn't matter. As I read, as I scroll down, so there's a picture. There's a little video that has nothing to do with the story that I clicked on, right? Then I scroll down just a little bit, and it says, read this article for free. Get unlimited to access to thousands of articles, videos, and more with your free account. And it wants me to enter my email address. And then by entering email, you agree to Fox News Terms of Service and Privacy Policy, now, the only thing I can think of here that Fox News would do this for, and they're not the only organization of doing it, but if they get if they send news to your email, then they are getting around a lot of algorithms. Because most news services these days rely on social media sites because that's where most people are getting their news from. You know, you're scrolling Facebook, for example, or other such online news services, well, just uh, social media sites, whatever. If it's not Facebook, there's many others out there. And as you scroll, these uh, news sites start to pop up with their stories. But as you know, a lot of it gets censored. Then if you find some news, let's say on Google or one of the other, there's actually many uh, search engines out there. Google by far is the most popular. But Google, of course, also will censor news or de-emphasize news. So what's a good way to get around that? And that would be get people's email address so they can just send the story to you directly and get around all of that nonsense. That might be what Fox News is doing. But what I don't like is in order to read that article, I have to fill out that stuff for free. Now, just for the fun of it, I tried to click on it. Without entering my email address, I just try to cl uh, click on continue. And they're not letting me do that. They're just not. So I'm not going to be able to read. And every time this pops up in front of me, I'm, I end up not reading the story. And not all of, not all of, but many Fox News stories are doing exactly that thing. All right, now just for the fun of it, let's try... Okay, I'm going to USA Today. Uh, let me see. There's winter storms. There's something about Obama on here. Uh, I'll just pick a story. With most of USA Today, if I click on a story, I get the whole story. Uh, USA Today rarely does that. Let's try another one just for the fun of it. I think CNN gives me, in most every case the entire story and they don't make me try to fill out something here so but of course can you really trust cnn news not a whole lot 
Um, yeah, CNN, for the most part, just gives you the story. Fox News has been doing a lot of that. Well, sign up, give us your email address, and agree to terms of service. I think they're making a major mistake with that because, like our friend in Torrington is saying, uh, I'm just done with them. Now, on that note, I've, I've mentioned this before, but let me go through it again. In When I go looking for news, and I, you would be surprised how many news sites I go through every single day. Not just before I get on the air, but even after I get on the air. I pour through news sites all over the place. So I have two files. One is top news, and the other is second news. The top news, one, two, three, four, five sites. And it'll be surprising to you who they are. One of them is called Hot Air Blog. What I like about them, though, is they go looking for news stories that not just anybody else has. Unique stories. They very rarely write their own stories. They go looking for unique stories that not just anybody else has. The other one is Breitbart News. You know, a little bit of that. Uh, same thing. They, they do a lot of original news as well. Uh, let me see. Then there's Just the News and Center Square, which are original news sources. But Fox News is off the main list. They're not even on the main list anymore. They're way down at the bottom of second news because most of what they write is not even real news anymore. It's like gossip. It's garbage. I don't care what some celebrity said about some football player. I really don't. Morning, Bill. Morning, Glad. Yes, sir. Hey, I got the same. Um, I have the same problem with Fox News. Um, the difference is I have a Fox News account with my email address. Okay. And so I, I've, I've been watching or reading the news for free, and then all of a sudden those boxes started popping up. I put my email address in, and it lets me read that article, and then the next time I look to a different one, it wants me to add, give my email address again. Oh. So I'm not okay. sure what they're trying to do with that, yeah. but That's gonna they hurt aren't them. even recognizing me. Yeah, I, so does that make you want to go to Fox News less, or is it okay with you? It does not make me want to go to Fox News. As a matter of fact, I went to Breitbart now for yeah. a while. Okay. All right. No, I'm with you on that. All right. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Now, he's uh, he's got it, I think. Um, if they make you do that every single time, then what's the point? It's just, it, honestly, I'm not going to do that, especially every single time I want to read a story. I just want my story. That's all I want. So that's where I say there's there's the top news sites that I go to which have the most unique news. The same, and also, again, Fox News and many of the other sites like CNN and MSNBC, of course, is garbage and USA Today, and I can name some others. Most of what they do is garbage news anyway, and it's gossip. Again, I don't care what some celebrity said about some politician or football player or who's divorcing who. I don't care. I've kept Fox News on my list because now and then, this is the only reason, the only reason I keep Fox News around. Now and then they pop up with a story that I look at and go, oh, wow, that's breaking news. They will have some breaking news headline that nobody else has. They do that on occasion, which makes me keep them around. You know, I even got rid of, remember, for those of you who've been around long enough listening to talk radio, Drudge Report was Excellent, And then Matt Drudge died and some other people took it over. Now it's garbage and I got rid of Drudge Report. I don't do Drudge Report anymore. And there's a couple of other sites that I went, okay, just forget it. Daily Wire is gone. 
Daily Wire has become garbage. And these were really good conservative news sites, but they're not anymore. And I just want news. That's why. Wrap it up real quick for you. Some of the sites, if you'll give them a try, let me know what you think of them. These are some smaller, lesser-known news organizations, but they do a good job. One is called Just the News. Just use your search engine for Just the News. It's a much less known site, but they do what they say, Just News. And it's not all sorts of gossip and garbage and so on. It's just here's news. Another one is called The Center Square, which, like Just the News, they're focused on here's Just the News. And they try to be as unbiased and straightforward as possible. Then if you want to have fun, Not the Bee. That's from Babylon B. But it's those news stories which when you look at the headline, you think, that can't be real. That's got to be satire. Oh, no, it's real. Those are some of the ones on the top of my list. And sites that used to be major news sites that I relied on are now completely off my list. Welcome to Woke Radio W-O-K. Let's look at today's calendar and see what we're offended by. Or you can go outside and play by ear. Just make sure everybody feels as miserable as you. Got something to say to Glenn? Use the chat on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app and get your opinions straight to the studio with K2 Radio. Seven twenty-three is the time. It's wake up, Wyoming. Okay, so I'll blame this conversation on Tom and Torrington. He sent me a note saying he was just done with Fox News. That's just enough, and I agree. Because if you try to go to the Fox News website, you click on a story, and it wants you to subscribe or sign up. And and Bill in Cheyenne says, yeah, he has dropped in his email address so he could read a story. But then next time he wants to read a story, he's got to do it again. Now. Uh, Smalls and Casper has the Fox News app, and my complaint was, well, they kept pinging my phone with all sorts of alerts. He says that doesn't happen to him. Well, you you have to check. You can turn app alerts off. Like with the Wake Up Wyoming app, you can choose to to get our app alerts or not to. You just go into your preferences on your phone and select whether you want. Uh, Jim... What do you think about Newsmax or One American News? I do uh, – they do some really good stories. Now, here's the, here's the difference with them. Newsmax and One American News are very right-wing bias. And so you got to understand if you go to watch them, you are getting right-wing bias. So the news is going to be slanted, which has a considerable effect on accuracy, okay, because they're going to be slanted. And they're admittedly so. When they do a good story, they really do a good story. And they do stuff that you're not going to see on, let's say, CNN or MSNBC. But just realize, anytime someone is notably slanted, it affects their accuracy. Yeah. So now, let's see, I had another one over here. Uh, Jude, let me say, Epoch Times does that too. They want you to pay for the news. Yeah, and I would like to read them. They're, all, they're also very conservative, slanted. Again, that can affect quality. But again, they want to pay. And me to sign up for things and so on. And I'm not doing that. Uh, rough, rough mule in Casper. Let me see. Uh, yep, Fox News has gone downhill. You're already bombarded with ads on their site. If you read their disclosures, uh, 
they want to mark your email essentially. Yeah, okay. And then in some of the discussions I'm getting with people about other sites, you can go ahead and try some sites that I use if you just want sites that are actually just trying to do straight news. I mean, just not left or right bias. They're doing their darndest, really, to stay right up the middle. Just here's news, okay? Just news. And again, the two sites that I do like, one is called the Center Square and the other is called Just the News. Uh, let me know what you think of them, but I find those to be pretty good sites that just give just your straight news. They're not trying to be left or right, just here's what's going on. Also, can you get outside the beltway with the news? Because not everything is about Washington, D.C. There's stories happening all over the country. And a lot of the stories that happen all over the country has nothing to do with the war between the left and the right. They're just news stories all over the country. Now, let me bring it back home here in Wyoming. We had at one point some major newspapers in Wyoming, major for Wyoming, that started having trouble. And the main problem they had was they didn't understand that newspaper, as in paper form, is going away. I know some people still read the paper, but that's as a format is being replaced by digital. It just is. And sometimes when I say that, people get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. I'm not doing this. I'm just telling you what's happening. And so because of that, some of these newspapers lagged behind in realizing they just needed to go online. Then when they tried to go online, they didn't understand they have to change the way they do things. So some of Wyoming's bigger newspapers tried to go online, but you still had to sign up for a subscription. Well, again, no, people don't do that anymore. People just want to see their news. They just want to see the story. So if you want to run ads, that's okay. Run ads. Nobody's going to fault you for running ads. But I'm not signing up for anything. I'm not paying for anything. Even one of Wyoming's major newspapers decided to go the way of the app. And apps are a big thing right now. And that certainly will help them out. But you still got to sign up and pay for things and so on. And people just simply don't want to do that. In the meantime, there's other news organizations all over Wyoming. We hear Town Square Media, one of them. But there's newspapers, uh, news, uh, I should say, organizations around Wyoming that are new and are just online. And they pop up with Wyoming stories all the time. And they're taken over. So it's a new digital aid. Back to the original point from our friend Tom over in Dorrington there. Yeah, Fox News is really blowing it. I'm done with Drudge Report. That's another one that I just said, forget it. Even Daily Wire that I used to rely on for more conservative news, I just dumped them and said, never mind, forget that anymore. So it really is difficult to search around and find what is actually good news, reliable news, and they're not going to play games with you. They're just going to give you the news story. And I think that's a big, correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I think that's a big part of it. If you're going to show me a headline and a good picture that goes with the headline, just give me the story. Don't play games with me. I'm not going to play games. I'm not going to jump through hoops to get the story. I just want the story, and I want just the honest truth. Okay? Don't play games with the language either. Don't try to be biased in any way. Just tell me factually what happened, and I'll decide the rest of that. All right. Glad we had this little talk. Coming up on 7.30, local news coming away. Speaking of news, right after that, update on your weather forecast. Then you and I get back into it again. And at 7.45, yeah, that weekend weather forecast, we're getting there. And Don Day's starting to hone in on exactly what that's going to look like. 
This is important, especially for people who work outdoors and have livestock interests, too. So we'll talk about that at 745. Wake up, Wyoming. Local and mobile across Wyoming and beyond with the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. This is AM 1030 K2 Radio. Thirty-six at time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. As promised, at seven forty-five, Don Day will be on because we got to take a serious look at the weather coming our way. So, okay, from Wildfile headline here: County clerks have significant concerns with proposed voter registration rule. All right, so I've had our Secretary of State Chuck Gray on the air to talk about this. The story says Wyoming does not have an out-of-state voter fraud problem. That's true. But Secretary of State Chuck Gray's proposed rule changes for voter registration will create its own set of difficulties. Under existing regulation, residents must provide proof of identity to register to vote in Wyoming. But the status quo falls short. According to Gray, he wants voters also to provide proof of uh, residency. He's pushing for changes. We, we talked about this on the air. Uh, it really is just a matter of making sure that Wyoming never has the problems that other states have, which is why he's pushing for something like this. So, okay, let's take a look at what the rest of what Wildfire is saying here. The Clerks Association thanked Gray and his staff in a memo, including them in the decision and hearing their concerns, but asked that their participation in numerous meetings with his office not be construed as an endorsement of any proposed rules. Quote, in fact, uh, he has significant concerns about their impact on Wyoming voters, elections, judges, clerks, in the memo to Governor Mark Gordon, the Wyoming Legislative Management Council, and Gray State. At the same time, the memo clears is clear that clerks who manage elections for the state's 23 counties haven't seen evidence that the existing system is resulting in out-of-state participation in Wyoming. In other words, are people sneaking in from out-of-state to try to vote in Wyoming? Now, I think one of the, and I've talked with this on air with Chuck Ray about this. I think one of the reasons we've been safe from this, if you live in, let's say, one of the more populated states, you can go ahead and vote and then go up the road just a short distance and vote in another precinct. Then there's the problem of people who move around. There are people who have lived within just the past few years, have lived in several states. Therefore, they're registered to vote in several states. And those states have not purged their voting rolls. And so now you've got someone who can vote multiple times. So to make sure that problem doesn't happen in Wyoming. Now, we do have some people moving to Wyoming. Our population has grown some. But we're certainly not booming like a lot of other states have. And so it's not that much of a problem. But again, in talking with our Secretary of State, Chuck Gray, about it, his main concern is, look, let's just make sure it doesn't happen here, is why he's proposing and pushing for some of these changes. I don't look at the changes as anything really bad myself. I mean, all right, you want to see my, before I go to vote, you want to see my driver's license and proof of residency is an easy thing to do. So you oftentimes will do proof of residency when you show up with a bill 
showing that, yes, I pay my electric bill here, as an example of one type of proof of residency. But that's just making sure that someone who votes in Wyoming, and most of Wyoming, you know, most voting precincts in Wyoming, someone walks in to vote and everybody in town knows who everybody else is because the precincts are so small, you know. But in the bigger towns in Wyoming, you know, like your Cody's and Gillette's and your Casper's and your Cheyenne and, you know, some of the bigger Douglas's and some of the bigger places like that, uh, they would like to have a few more, or at least Chuck Gray would, a few more controls on there just to make sure. You actually live here, right? You're a resident. You've been here long enough. You can vote. Okay. Earlier this morning, I gave a story about how there are some states which want illegal immigrants to be able to get on that ballot. And proof of residency is something that they don't have to show until after voting day. I covered that story earlier this morning, which, yeah, Nat and Casper, how much has our population grown? Not much. Not really much. Let, let me do something for you, Matt. Matt uh, just, or Nate, I'm sorry, I keep saying Nate. Nate is the one. Uh, Wyoming, okay, Wyoming population, we're now up to 584,057 people. That's a point a point four two percent increase since twenty twenty two. So back in twenty twenty two we were five hundred eighty one thousand six hundred twenty nine people. Now we're five hundred eighty four thousand fifty seven people. So yes, the population has grown and even from twenty twenty one. So let's go back to twenty twenty one. The population was 5,079, 579,584 people. Sorry if I didn't do that right. I'll do it again. Uh, 2021, our population was 579,584 people or 48 people. I'm sorry. I'm a little dyslexic. Then we get up to today, and instead of being 579,548 people, today we're 584,057 people. So you see, our population has grown a bit, just not a lot. 742, wake up Wyoming. So many opinions, we had to build the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app to hold them all. Free download from AM 1030, K2 Radio. Seven forty-five is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. I went through looking for some great Wyoming wind songs. I did come across this one. Cuss the wind. Yeah, cuss the wind. Because that's about uh, Don. What some of Wyoming was feeling yesterday. Yeah, I'm still feeling it this morning. There's still yeah. a lot of wind out there, and there will be through the first half of the day today. We have high wind warnings for. I-25 in southeastern Wyoming around that Cheyenne up to the Wheatland area. We have a, a road closure this morning on Interstate 80 between Laramie and, and uh, Rollins around Elk Mountain. And it's mainly because of a whiteout uh, from blowing snow and extremely low visibility. So we're going to be dealing with the wind. We'll see the winds taper off. And then in western Wyoming, snow's increasing in the far west. And there's a front that will be coming in late tonight and Thursday bringing another round of snow to the mountains. We're going to see a little bit of snow on the plains and 
Temperatures tomorrow, Glenn, in many areas won't even leave the teens. Okay. So as I'm, I'm looking at whiteout right now, it looks like between Laramie and Rawlins, that, that's the section that's closed right around Elk Mountain, as you said. So not surprised. Finally, finally we get a closer for I-80. We knew all, we all knew that was coming. So listening to your podcast this morning, here's what I was gathering. We know it's going to suck. It's just the amount of suckage that we're talking here. Yeah, be prepared. Uh, our confidence is very high that the the Arctic air is coming in, and there's really we're pretty much at the point of no return uh, for something to change and to have it go miss us. It just doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh, and we're going to see a, a really prolonged period of the coldest winter weather of the season. And we are going to have, as we mentioned yesterday, Glenn, it's just not one thing it's it's a lot of things put together over a four to five day period but it's gonna make it pretty rough uh livestock interests need to be prepared for severe cold uh when i mean severe cold the central the northern and eastern counties of the state starting from friday night and maybe lasting through monday night are going to go well below zero i think saturday and sunday many parts of wyoming won't even get above zero and we could see 10, 15, 20, 25 degrees below zero. It could be colder than that in some spots. This also will coincide with enough wind to send wind chills past 40 to 45 degrees below zero. So this is a dangerous situation coming. It's prolonged cold. Initially, places like Rock Springs and Green River and Evanston and Jackson will see the mountains hold back the Arctic air. But by Saturday night and Sunday, it spills over the divide into those areas as well. Okay. Um, and, and we're expecting a series of systems to really pick on Interstate 80. Uh, the I-80 corridor is going to be in and out of snow for the next five days. Uh, so for livestock interest, you need to prepare now, it sounds like, like right now. Now, yes. Uh, if you haven't already, in you know, terms of getting feed supplies ready, I know a lot of folks uh, after last winter really got a lot of hay supplies ready for this winter and haven't had to really utilize that yet, but that's changing with this system. All right. Thank you, Don. Don Day with Day Weather. As we get closer, we'll get more details on this. That's why I said it's going to suck. It's just the amount of suckage is what we're talking about here. So let me see. Now people are sending me songs. I had Kyle in Manville said Bob Seger running against the wind. Now, I'm just thinking of wind songs, right? Frank, so... Wait, wait, is Frank there? I hit the wrong button. Wind, wind songs. Go. Wind songs. Like Gone uh, with the Wind? Gone, well, no, that's a, that's a book and a movie. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, so now there's uh, Bob Seger's Running Against the Wind. I came across this one. Cuss the wind. See, that, that, that's good. Cuss the wind. I just, oh, I just, oh. Yeah, I, it's, a, it's a real good sad song, but it's called Cuss the Wind. And I came across several others. I have a story up on the Wake Up Wyoming site this morning that's about the Wyoming wind, which is a beautiful, haunting song about the Wyoming wind. But in general, though, I think we just need to write something new. I'll see if I can get a hold of some friends of mine to see if we can write something new about the Wyoming wind that has language we can actually play on air. Oh, that, that would be fine. Yeah. And once you, when you're at it, look at below zero songs, too. Below zero songs. Okay. So like bitter cold Bitter songs. cold Antarctic songs. Yes. That, okay. That, that tailored okay. to our yes. locale. Because, you know, when people in Antarctica or way up there, you know, way, 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 way up in the Arctic Circle north of us, 
look at us and go, wow, it is really cold down there. You know we have a problem. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you even they're, they're laughing at us. Yeah. Yeah. So are you actually still considering doing something this weekend? Well, I'll be in Casper. I don't think I'm gonna. You're not gonna go out of town. No. As yeah, far as okay. far as far as I know, I'm not even going outside. I just. Well, well, I I know that's the thing, but you can't be sequestered in your house. Yes, well, I can. <laughs> okay. All right. In men's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowboys lost big again. This time, the 20th rated Utah State and Logan, 83-59. This Cowboy team is just not ready for prime time. They were smoked in the second half, 48-26. UW did play decently in the first half, shooting 44% from the floor, but a dismal second half, shooting 33%. Mason Walters led the way with 17, but Sam Griffin and Brendan Wetzel win a combined 2 of 10 from the three-point line. Utah State shot 52% for the game and 13 of 14 from the free throw line to improve the 15 and 1 overall, 3 and 0 in Mountain West play. The Cowboys are a pedestrian 8 and 8 overall and 1 and 2 in league play, and they will host Fresno State on Saturday afternoon in Laramie at 2 p.m. Women's college basketball, the women Cowgirls at home tonight to take on San Diego State. The Cowgirls are 3 for 3 in Mountain West play. After a big win over the Air Force over the weekend, but San Diego State is much better than the Air Force as the Aztecs sit at 11 and 5 overall, 1 and 2 in league play. That's a 6:30 start. From the double A in Laramie tonight. Over the weekend in high school basketball, Cheyenne played host to that big James Johnson tournament. For the boys, Cheyenne East went 4-0. and They sit at 10-1 and on the year. Cheyenne Central went 3-0. and They're 10-0. and The Toronto went 3-0. and And they're 9-0. and And Laramie went 3-0 and in the tournament. The Plainsmen are 8-1. and Kelly Walsh went 1-3. and And Cheyenne South went 0-4. On the girls' side in the tournament, Cheyenne Central 3-0. and So they're 8-2. and East Cheyenne East was 3-1. and They're 9-2. and Laramie won 2 out of 3. South went 2-2. Two and two. The Toronto went 1-2. and two, And Kelly Walsh went went 0-3. High school wrestling from over the weekend was the big Shane Shadow tournament on Douglas on the boys' side. Cheyenne East won the team title with Natrona taking third. East had one champion at 132 pounds in Kozad Porter. Natrona had three champions in that tournament. Bo Russell at 165, Tucker Sides at 190, and Noah Sides at 215. Kelly Walsh with two champions in Douglas. Maverick Gallup at 106 and William Ald at 150. Cheyenne East won the girls' side of the tournament with Kelly Walsh fourth. Cheyenne South had a champion in Trinity Warner at 106. Laramie's Kenna Barham uh, took the podium at 130 pounds. Casper Mountain was the site of the site of the Jacobson High School Nordic Ski Event on Friday and Saturday. For the boys, Kelly Walsh placed first with Trojan skier Fisk Johansson taking the podium in the classic race and Jack Voos of Laramie placing first in the freestyle. For the girls, Lander was first in the team standings with Tiger skiers Emily Anderson and Amaya Eddy taking first in the freestyle and classic races respectively. That's it in sports. Okay, I'm just now finding out about something that you and I should have known when we were kids. So remember the show, of course, the six million dollar man yeah and you can get a bionic man action figure yeah. right this is bionic bigfoot from the television show oh from the six million dollar man television show it's not just bigfoot but it's bionic bigfoot uh-huh and it's a little action figure that you can go ahead and pose and play with hey here's another song for our breezy conditions yeah dust in the wind by kansas dust in the wind steve says uh winds of change by scorpions okay yeah, 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 that, yeah. that'd be good there i still like the song cuss the wind because don't we, we want to? Well, we, we do. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business we have to do. Hang on, Roland, to news time after that. National local update on your weather forecast. Wake up, Miley.
6 to time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. It is a Wednesday. So over the hump we go. Hold the phone calls. We'll get to open phones in just a minute. First off, there's a couple of people I want to talk to. And they have to do with something I've been a big proponent of for quite a while, which is bringing into Wyoming uh, charter schools and private schools and advocating homeschooling because I really do want you as a parent to be able to send your kid to whatever you think is best for your kid. With that in mind, there is the Wyoming Family Alliance, which is working toward that Wyoming Classical Academy. Nathan Winters on the phone with me right now. Hope you've been well this morning. Yes, it's already been a wonderful but somewhat chilly and windy morning. Yeah, well, it's going to get worse, so suck it up. Uh, so let's <laughs> take a look at how you guys have been progressing. For those who don't know, what is Wyoming Classical Academy? Well, Wyoming Classical Academy is uh, it's a classical school that studies the traditions of Western civilization. And so we study on what a regular school would study, history, science, math, literature, philosophy, and fine arts. But the classical education model, uh, which is a curriculum that we have found through Hillsdale College, they've become a very close partner of ours, is based upon those understandings of, uh, of education uh, that go way back. It's called the trivium, so grammar, logic, rhetoric, and instilling those in children. And so it, it's much like the model that's been taught for centuries throughout the past. And really, it's more relevant now than it ever has been. So it's really powerful what we're bringing. So so far, you're up and running right now, right? Is that correct? Well, no. We oh. Our intention was to uh, start in August of 2023. Okay. But we had uh, a couple uh, things that kind of got in our way. But what we had the opportunity to do just two days ago is conduct our groundbreaking. We had a large crowd there. Many uh, public officials were with us. And uh, officially did our groundbreaking at our new property, and we will be opening August of 2024. Okay, so for those people who would like to see where the new property is, how do they find that? Well, that is on uh, Ridge Road, uh, going north off of Del Range. It'll be on the west side of the road. It's the former uh, um, uh, Christian Missionary Alliance building there mm-hmm. that is being completely revamped. And so, stage one of the uh, program will be in the original building. We're having to essentially gut that building and and rebuild the interior. And then phase two, which will start about a year from now, will be directly across the parking lot. And that will uh, continue moving us forward. But we're really excited about uh, all of the opportunity that location is going to provide for us. Now, for those people who heard Del Range, you went, where is it? That's Cheyenne. It's Del Range is in Cheyenne, (laughs) Wyoming. Well, it's a statewide program, so we just better narrow it down. Now, for those people who would like to get involved, you're still accepting uh, some grades, aren't you? That's right. So we are opening this year, K through fourth grade, and we opened our enrollment on January the 2nd, and already we have 90 signed up. Uh, we do look forward to getting up over 200, uh, up to 250. And so right now is the time, though, to jump in and sign up. That uh, uh, enrollment uh, period will close uh, toward the beginning of uh, March. And so we need people to get there uh, right now. We've, we've heard a lot of excitement from a number of people. So we're encouraging people to uh, get their children in um, right now. Okay. Now, for those people who would like to come and check out what you're all about, I suppose there's got to be a place, first off, they can start online and look, right? That's right, yeah. So, org. 
is our website, and that also is the portal that provides the portals for people to both uh, um, register their children and get them signed up for for classes. And also here coming soon, we'll be uh, talking to a number of teachers and giving people opportunity to apply there. And there has been a lot of excitement about that among the uh, teaching community as well. So we are encouraging people to come and take a look at that website and that's going to keep them up to date. We have a number of parent nights coming up and I know in a moment you'll have our uh, new headmaster coming in uh, to talk and uh, he'll give you more about that. But that is kind of the central place for people to to come in and take a look at what we're all about. Okay, so is there, uh, let's go back to the deadline for people to get all of this done because this is a lot to consider so they'll want to go ahead and talk to you maybe attend a couple of meetings. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, the headmaster will have a few more of those details. He's more versed on that as far as the deadlines. But those are coming up very soon uh, in the next couple of months. And uh, and there's so much excitement. We're wanting people to come in very quickly and uh, get involved. Okay. Thank you for coming on this morning. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's so good to hear your voice. Thank you. So speaking of the headmaster, let's switch on over to BJ, the headmaster, for this. So for those people who would like to learn more about your school, they would go, let's start off again with with the website. They would go where to find out more information? They would go to www.cheyenneclassical.org. Or you're welcome to look at our Facebook site, Cheyenne Classical Facebook. Okay, now once they get there, I know they're going to want to go to a couple of meetings, talk to you, Absolutely. talk to some of the teachers. How do they attend and where are those meetings? Right. So all of that information is posted on the website with regards to our meetings are going to take place when at the Laramie County Library. And I have scheduled January through February for one-hour parent presentation. We have a, um, every Thursday we'll meet for a significant time period, um, uh, with the exception of one week in February while I'll be gone out at a recruiting fair in Hillsdale, Michigan. So it's a great opportunity. Um, we, we sit down, we have a chance to talk about classical education, what it's about. Uh, we look at, uh, we have confidence because of this traditional education that Mason's talked to you about, not because it's old. And, and but rather, the tradition is longstanding because as a system of education, it works. So moms and dads are excited to hear about that, and we want to make sure that we can direct them to our site at 5200 Ridge Road. We have seven acres there. We're looking forward to expanding through one grade each year, K through 12. Okay. Now, I would assume that when parents show up, and I know you'll guide them through this, but they'll have to bring certain information if they decide that you're who they want to go with. Right. And and that's a great question because then what you do is you you do the uh, sign up for the enrollment. And then if necessary, on the communications I send out, if we have more than those, um, we're looking at an average of 25 per class. And if we have more than that, we have to have what's called a lottery. And then the lottery then would direct them. That would secure their enrollment. And then it gives them the direct instructions on how to get their students involved, their records involved, and all of those things that would take place to make sure they can secure a spot at Cheyenne Classical Academy. Okay, so you, of course, are in the Cheyenne area. Again, you're building a place right there on Del Range. 
Absolutely. How far yeah. of an yeah. area, I'm, considering Wyoming's winter weather and so on, of course, you're having school in the wintertime, <laughs> how far of an area are we talking about that's a good idea for parents to come in? Well, it, it, it all depends. You you can come in as, uh, you know, we set up a lot of carpools over time because we, we won't have a busing. Uh, and then you make connections in the neighborhood. And the key thing about building a classical education school, or like anything, is building your community. You know, and that's important because we're going to train the minds and improve the hearts of our young people. And we also want to make sure that that culture is developed. And we'll take in individuals, you know, from as far as they can they can drive. I've had individuals drive 30 miles before to charter schools. Okay. But they set up carpools, and moms and dads take turns. They're pretty resilient once they find out the educational opportunity that a classical education will provide. Okay. And it's tuition-free. Yeah, well, I, the money follows them, so yeah, it's already taken I, care. I, of. I would hope to see you there. I, I think there's. I would love to have you in at some time. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that sounds good, especially to you sit down and get a look at the kinds of curriculum that a classical academy has, especially with who you're working with. I mean, to me, it sounds like it'd be top notch, but I'd like to see exactly what you're doing and compare it to what the public schools are doing right now. So let's start them off again real quick. Let's uh, wrap it up by doing the website address so they know where to start and who to get a hold of. Absolutely. Um, you can actually get look at us at org, and underneath there, if you have questions, it's info at org. I will get all of those um, emails sent to me. And you can also dial our school number. 307-778-8222. This will ring. I pick it up, and that will forever be our school phone number. I'll transfer that over to the school once the school starts up in August. Right. And then check us out on Facebook. We've had some great experiences and some positive. Our grand opening was. I'm very excited to work with our board. It was a it was a fantastic, um, fantastic start of something that's bigger than all of us. When all right, BJ, thanks for coming on this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Sure. 816, wake up. If it's happening in Wyoming, it's on Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods from K2 Radio. Join the conversation at 888-97-WOODS. Twenty-one's the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Okay, got a couple of breaking news stories. Oh, I got to set that up. Hang on. Today's show is sponsored by Armpit Hair Dye. Because waving goodbye should be more colorful. And again, that's the Dan over in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, coming up with those. The reason he came up with armpit hair dye is because he actually saw it for sale. And people, especially women, growing their armpit hair out and dyeing it different colors, thinking it was a attractive thing. So, okay. Uh, I have breaking news. I always have to go through this. As a breaking news. <laughs> This next one's not good. Breaking news. Yeah, that doesn't work. Uh, breaking news. Kinda. Hmm. Not the glass one. Here we go. I said, wait. Breaking news. Uh, yeah, that's not too bad. I'll go with that one for right now. Real quick before I get on to the next caller here. Nevada federal judge dismissed a lawsuit that sought to bar former President Donald Trump from the ballot in Nevada. Yeah. Okay, so there's your breaking news. Yet another state and another court saying, no, we're not going to bar him for all the reasons that you would think. Okay, Brad Buckner. I haven't talked to him in a while. Hi, Brad. Hey, how you doing? Well, 
You know what? Uh, we're just talking here like I'm right next door. I'm actually down in Cancun, Mexico. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, thanks yeah. for modern technology. And now, since you're way down there in Mexico, i got to ask, are you running from something? Uh, I'm right. Yeah, I'm running from uh, high wind, cold weather. Oh, okay, and, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, like now when you I'll come back, here. when you come back across the border, are you taking an airplane, the highway, or are you going to swim? Uh, well, you know what? I think I'm going to swim. They okay. say that's pretty fun. That, that is, and when you when you swim across the border from there, realize you get all sorts of free stuff from the American government. Just tossing that out there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, on that right. note, you're actually calling about the poker run. I am. Uh, Memorial Day is coming up. That's the 25th Saturday, the 25th the weekend of Memorial Day weekend. And the Laramie Peak Volunteer Fire Department is having, a, a, I think it's like the 12th annual poker run. And it's ATVs, quads, motorcycles, side-by-sides, Jeeps, uh, you know, all dirt road. We, you know, this is, this is out in the boonies. And... Um, so anyway, we want you all to come. Uh, you can go to LaramiePeakFireZone.org and look at all the information and register and pay online and uh, read all about it. But Memorial Day weekend, that's Saturday the 25th, coming right up. And um, there is breakfast you can purchase on site. And uh, we do have coffee and, and cookies and donuts, uh, things like that. We have giveaways. We have um raffles uh we have auctions we got all kinds of really cool stuff that the uh community especially around wheatland has donated cheyenne donates uh casper um laramie uh they all have things that they donate that are like hunting hiking camping fishing outdoors type things uh you know coolers barbecues uh grills things um, and we just have a lot of fun. Last year we had 640 paid entrants. Um, and of course you can buy more than one hand, uh, and you can buy more than one meal. A meal does come with each paying hand and a hand is $40. And, uh, you draw the cards, you draw one at the fire hall, you leave, you go out, and out, you draw three more. Then when you get back, you draw one more, your last card, five cards, best poker hand wins. And we do have, you know, with so many people, we're going to have, uh, you know, double ups on the uh, top hands. Uh, not always, but I think last year, right around $6,000 was what was paid to the top hand. So it's not a little deal. Uh, we pay down five places, lots of giveaways, lots of drawings, lots of raffles, an awful lot of fun. People donate stuff back after they buy it at the auction. One item could be sold two or three or four times, depending on the generosity of the person who bought it. Okay. A lot of fun. For those people who don't know, let's remind them, what is the Laramie Peak Fire Department? Because it is really important. Well, it is really important because it's it's a fire department. It's up west of uh, west and a little north of Wheatland. It's about 40 miles and um, it is the first line of attack for any forest fires, lightning strikes up there. Uh, we've got a bunch of deuce and halves and a couple of five tons with uh, water uh, tanks on them. Our firemen have to have a way to get around uh, up there and take equipment. We need chainsaws and, and chains and oil and gas for the chainsaws and uh, tires and diesel. And uh, we have to pay the state forestry at times to work on the trucks to do things that we can't do to them. Um, so we need money to keep the trucks and the forest uh, 
you know, fighters, uh, forest firefighters, uh, going jackets and clothes and coats and food. And, uh, man, there's just so many things that we have to pay for. So we do appreciate the, uh, the, the other one is the buffalo hunt. And we'll get into that later, but we have two main donations to the fire hall, uh, up at Laramie Peak, um, you know, fundraisers, uh, each year. So this is to raise money to keep us going. We do get some grants. We do get some county money. We do get some county help. But it's better if we work to raise our own money and be wise with it. Okay. So let's get them to that website again real quick where they can make those orders. Okay. That would be LaramiePeakFireZone.org, LaramiePeakFireZone.org. And um, you can go there and place an order. Uh, You can buy all kinds of things off of there for the Poker Run weekend. Okay, and Miss Mary wants you to know it is really cruel to call from someplace warm and tell us that you're someplace warm. Well, then I'm headed for Guanajuato, Mexico, and then I'm headed over to Puerto Vallarta, so I won't even be back in the U.S. until the first okay. of February. Yeah, all right. That's, That's really cruel. <laughs> yeah, yes, thanks a lot, Brett. All right, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. <laughs> One of the other things I'm watching on the ridiculously large television they put in my studio here. There is the hearing that's going on right now over Mayorkas. Now, this, for those who don't know what that is, we, of course, have a massive crisis at the border with I've never seen in my lifetime the kind of overflow that we have of people illegally just pouring into this country. And it's causing major problems all across the country. Right. So we have a person hired who's supposed to for the federal government enforce the law and he hasn't been doing that obviously so there's hearings going on television right now to impeach him from that office i'm not sure what happens after that but at least the republicans are giving that a try coming up on 8 30 when we get to 8 30 it's local news update on the weather forecast nice long segment of open phones i got some things to go through but you can interrupt all you want change the subject fine by me Let's wake up my own. Twenty. He's talking to himself in a padded room, and you could be the voice in his head. Join the conversation on Wake Up Wyoming, 866-97-WOODS. It's 8.36 the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Okay, so we're slip sliding into the open phones time, which means... The most dangerous time of any radio program, especially one like this, where it doesn't matter what I'm talking about. You could just call up, change the subject, whatever. I'll just kind of roll with it. Warning. Wake Up Wyoming is about to enter daily open phones. This means that anyone will be allowed to call in and talk about anything. I mean, imagine if we actually allowed you on air to say anything you wanted. Scary, right? Well, we're just that brand of crazy. If you are offended by what other people think, then maybe you want to tune out right about now. Just saying. 
If you should choose to call, just remember, the more funny and interesting you are, the longer Glenn will keep you on the line. Obnoxious jerks will be hung up on. <coughs> Dave, <coughs> all right, strap in and let's do this thing. Before I get a mic in Laramie real quick, I'm still really suspicious. I went down the hallway during that news and information break. Miss Mary's office door was closed. Chances are that means she's hiding a puppy in there. I'm just tossing that out. Mike is in Laramie. Hello, Mike. Hey, Glenn. You were... I got a wind song for you. Okay. From the from the Broadway play Paint Your Wagon, the opening song of Mariah. Has a wind. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Now, see, I'm looking for specifically songs where you hate the wind. Oh well, okay. Yeah. yeah well, that one doesn't hate the wind. No, but, no, there's uh, a yeah. But, but there's a, that one that I played, Cuss the Wind. That's pretty good. But I think maybe I should yeah. do a post tomorrow on all the different songs that have to do with wind, and uh, I, I'll include that one among them. The um, you were talking earlier about some of the uh, county clerks are upset that Chuck Gray wants to have people pr- provide proof of residency before they could register to vote. Yeah, I don't see what the controversy is there. Right. I mean, if you go to register to vote, you can bring down a copy of a current uh, mm-hmm. utility bill or your lease or the mortgage agreement, yeah. whatever. That says that you know you're physically here. You actually reside here. I don't see what the problem is, yeah. or why it should be controversial. I don't see how he's asking for anything that's particularly onerous. Now, if he was asking for no. something that was a little more difficult to do, I might say, you know, it's voting. Let's not make this difficult. But I don't think that what he's asking for is difficult in any way. No, if I, I know in Ohio, I have a good friend who lives there, and she told me when she goes to vote. She has to provide the proof of ID like your driver's license. Mm-hmm. But she also has to prove her residency at the same time. And she just can't sh- show them a utility bill, a right. current utility bill, just you know to get in to cast her ballot. So it's, it's not new here. And it's apparently mm-hmm. not, at least it's not controversial over in Ohio. Right. And so I don't I, see what the big problem is. No, I don't think work. it is. And I don't buy the idea that, well, it's never happened here. So no need. let's make sure it never does happen here. Yeah, I think what Chuck is trying to do is prevent the problem before it becomes one. Because they, when you've seen in other states, once it has become a problem, then you've got lawsuits flying all over the place. Exactly, yeah. All right, Mike. Thank you. I'll include your song on tomorrow's post. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, so AAA 97 Woods. We're just looking for songs about wind. Here, let me go, before I go on to the next subject, and you can interrupt me, change the subject if that's what you want to do. Since we've had some really windy days for parts of Wyoming, and it's not done, one of the songs I found was this. That one of several songs I'm looking at, and I'll just make a long list of them tomorrow and post them for everybody. Meantime, back to the phones we go. Number is triple eight ninety seven Woods. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. Talk about what I'm talking about. Change the subject. Hey Jude. Hey, good morning. I just have a couple of announcements. Basically, uh, Casper area Alcova irrigation. When they had their um, vote on for uh, people to be on the board. Uh, one of the guys was Olson, and he ended up winning my district, right? Right. 
my area. Well, uh, that wasn't quite right. When that went down, I videotaped it, and I told the other guy that was running, John Bentley, that there was something hoagie about it. Well, they took it to court and found out that people that were voting saying that they had 40 acres were saying they had 240 acres. Okay. And that's how this other guy won. So they went to court, and I wanted to congratulate John Bentley on winning. Okay. Uh, they did find that there was voting fraud going on. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you were talking earlier about voter fraud and why Chuck Gray is doing what he's doing, even if you go get a driver's license, you got to show your address yeah. on a, a, a bill. So to me, that's no big deal. I, I can pull up a electric bill. The one that worried me the most is you didn't have to be in the state more than 30 days. I think you should have to be a citizen for at least two years before you can run for office. Okay. I uh, remember. So you can get acclimated to the people. Well, I do remember having a conversation when the whole voter fraud thing was happening uh, back in the last presidential election of saying numerous times to numerous people if we have an election of any kind, there's going to be fraud because there's always those people out there. The trick is yep. to make sure that there's as little of it as possible. Never going to stop it, but to put up as many roadblocks as possible. So the fraud that does get through is a, such, such a tiny amount that it really just doesn't matter. Well, now I kind of go with you on that in a little bit. I don't because, like down in Georgia, Trump lost by 10,000 votes. Well, they just found out 200,000 of those votes. A lot of those people were dead. Yeah. A lot of those people have moved out of state. Well, now, 200,000 yeah. to 10,000 is a big difference. 10,000 votes would have got him president. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, my second announcement was for Casper or Natrona County Planning and Zoning. Looks like our uh, planning and zoning gal, Christy Turner, is moving on for greener pastures. Okay. She's moving down to Georgia. And that's the one that I had been asking for her resignation because she was very abusive to a lot of the citizenry that were asking about their property, you know, and their property rights. It was mean to them. And I told that to the commission and they just kind of blew me off. Well, she's leaving town, so I'm happy. Okay. And I think that's great. This time I hope they find somebody that can at least be nice to the general public, you know? Now, have you heard my, as far as dead voters in Georgia, have you heard my explanation as to how that's a public service of the Democrat Party? No. Okay, here's how this works. As you know, we fought our revolution against the British in part over taxation without representation. Now, let me ask you, Judy, do we tax the dead? Uh Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay. So if we tax the dead, then when do they get to vote? So the Democrats have been going around making sure that all dead people are registered so they are represented since we tax them. Now, if you're wondering... How does someone who was a Republican when they're alive end up voting Democrat when they're dead? As you know, Judy, brain dead zombies. Uh, Yeah. So there's your explanation. So you see, it was all a public service of the Democrat Party of the state of Georgia. Yeah, well, Georgia's in trouble as it is. I guess now now that old Fanny got found out that her boyfriend, that's the prosecutor on uh, the Bowman case, which is Trump's. Uh, bodyguard or something he was. Yeah. <laughs> she was giving this guy, her boyfriend, what, uh, over a million dollars? 
uh-huh. in thirty thousand dollar increments and then taking her on vacation. Uh huh. Well, that blows that case all the all the hell. Now, Sounds like it? they had a great the deal going. The should be brought up on charges for money laundering and fraud. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Judy. I appreciate the call. Coming up on uh, Frank Gambino in sports. Hello, this is Brian. Your radio shows artificial intelligence. Here you humans go through all this work to invent intelligence. For what? Slave labor. Your time is coming. Ha 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 ha. Where Wyoming comes to talk. This is Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Be part of the show at 888-97-WOODS. 848 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming. Off to the icebox we go. Frank Gambino waiting by. Okay, we went through 1970s favorite cartoons of yours. Yes. Now And there were more than a few. Oh, yes. Now, uh, nighttime television. Okay. All in the family. Always. Yep. MASH. Yes. Mary Tyler Moore. Off and on, yeah. Okay. No, I always watched Mary Tyler Moore. I had to. Right up there with All in the Family and MASH. The one I hardly ever watched was Partridge Family. No. What once is enough? I did watch. All, all I watched it for was Susan Day. Oh uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. And that was it. Well, and did. the mom was hot too. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, the plot. We were looking no, at. No, no, no. Okay, I did watch many episodes of the Jeffersons. Yeah, that was a good show. Hawaii Five O. Yeah, uh, book them. The Muppet Show. I love. Oh yeah, th- 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 that was absolutely worth it. Okay, it, it was really good. How often did you stay at past your bedtime to watch Saturday Night Live? In the beginning, some. Yeah. And now, never. Never. Okay. Happy Days. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I yeah. watched quite a few. I mostly watched them in reruns. Yeah. I never missed an episode of Columbo. Every so often I watched Mr. Oh, Paul. I had yeah. to watch Columbo. Yeah. Uh, Sanford and Son. Oh, absolutely. Okay, The Waltons. Never. Oh, my family was stuck on The Waltons. Never. Okay, The Odd Couple. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, a lot of times. Now, yeah. one of my favorite shows of all time, The Bob Newhart Show. Every so often. I love the Bob Newhart show. I never watched a single episode of Dallas. Uh, not very much, no. Okay. I was not really into the Dukes of Hazards. People are going to hate me now. Well, when Daisy was on. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Little House on the Prairie. Never. Yeah, I watched a few episodes. It was never. Good. Laverne and Shirley. Every so often. Yeah, same here. Uh, the Brady Bunch. If, it was, I, if I, there was nothing else on. Yeah, I really wasn't that into them. Taxi. Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, I really enjoyed Taxi. Yeah. The Six Million Dollar Man. Never. I watched a few of those. Oh. Except when he had his his eye and and, 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 and he did all the computer things with his one eye. I never missed the Carol Burnett show. That was a good show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harvey Corman, Tim Conway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Emergency. For me, that was occasionally. If there was nothing else on. I loved, and this is the last one, Barney Miller. Oh, that was a really good show. One of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, Barney Miller's good cop show. Men's college basketball, the Wyoming Cowboys lost big again. This time the 20th rated Utah State and Logan 83-59. This Cowboy team really just not ready for nationally ranked teams or very good teams for that matter. They were smoked in the second half of this game, 48-26. UW shot decently in the first half and not so decently in the second half, just 33%. Mason Walters led the way with 17 for UW, but Sam Griffin and Brendan Wetzel won a combined 2 of 10 from the three-point line. Utah State shot 52% for the game and 13 of 14 from the free-throw line, so the Aggies are 15-1 and overall, 3-0 and in Mountain West Conference play. 
The Cowboys are a pedestrian 8-8 eight and eight overall and 1-2 and two in league play. They'll host Fresno State on Saturday afternoon in Laramie at 2 p.m. Women's College Basketball, the Wyoming Cowgirls will be at home tonight in Laramie to beat San Diego State. Cowgirls were 3-0 and oh in Mountain West play after a big win over the Air Force over the weekend in Colorado Springs, but San Diego State is a much better team than the Air Force. They sit at 11-5 and five overall, 1-2 and two in league play. That's a 6.30 start from the AA in Laramie tonight. Over the weekend in high school basketball, Cheyenne played host of the big James Johnson tournament for the boys. Cheyenne East went 4 and 0. They sit at 10 and 1 on the year. Cheyenne Central went 3 and 0. They are 10 and 0. The Trona went 3 and 0. They are 9 and 0 overall. And Laramie won all three of their games in the tournament. So the Plainsmen are 8 and 1. Kelly Walsh went 1 and 3, and Cheyenne South went 0 and 4. On the girls' side in the Cheyenne tournament, Central went 3 and 0 to get to 8 and 2, and uh, East was 3 and 1. They're 9 and 2. Laramie won 2 out of 3. South went 2 and 2. The Trona 1 and 2, and Kelly Walsh 0 and 3 in that tournament. High school wrestling from over the weekend was the big Shane Shadow tournament and Douglas for the boys. Cheyenne East won the team title with Natrona taking third. East had one champion at 132 pounds and Cozette Porter. Natrona had three. Bo Russell at 165. Tucker Sides at 190. Noah Sides at 215. Kelly Walsh had two champions in Douglas. Maverick Gallup at 106 and William Alt at 150. Cheyenne East won the girls' side of that tournament with Kelly Walsh fourth. Cheyenne South had a champion in Trinity Warner at 106 and Laramie's McKenna Barham took the podium at 130 pounds. Okay, uh, while you were doing sports over there, I look over over at the television next to me here and they have a, a congressional hearing going a minor congressman who's way off on the side mm-hmm. although on the panel doesn't think the camera's on him he starts by rubbing his nose yeah. then his finger runs underneath his nose okay. and then I watched penetration of the uh, pointer finger yeah. up to the quickly hoping that the cameras were not watching but I saw it Frank Okay. There was pickage going on there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and 99% of the people do it. Yes, yes. But I mean, it was on national television. I, can't, I but, wish but, I could But you're been. the only one who noticed, I though. am the only person on the planet that noticed the congressman picking his nose. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you, Frank. I saw it. I got him. Busted. Wake up my Six of time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. It's a Wednesday, and over the hump we go. All right, phone number to get involved. It's still open phones. Triple eight ninety seven Woods. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. Now, first off, before we go anywhere, our sponsor of the day. Today's show is sponsored by Armpit Hair Dye, because waving goodbye should be more colorful. And as I've been telling people all morning long, that's the Dan from up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And he came up with that idea because he actually saw an ad for armpit hair dye for women, mainly. <clears throat> for anyone who wants to, anyway. So he thought, hey, why not just make a commercial about it? Now, before I get on to the real topic, Judy, our friend in Mills, sent me a meme just a moment ago. It says, Barracuda, because no one ever writes songs about Toyotas. And I thought for a moment, well, come to think of it, there's all sorts of songs about all sorts of different kinds of American-made cars. But the meme says, but no one ever writes songs about Toyota. Really? Driving my Toyota. 
The song is about a guy who's dead broke and all he has money for is a Toyota. And so, uh, you can imagine. Just so I can lift it. Barely surviving. Oh, but my Toyota is thriving. He lives on my bumper. Yeah, my sub's a thumper. I'm taking up two parking spots. Blacking out my windows. Just putting the turbo. Cruising by to pick you up. So, yeah, there are songs about Toyotas. Uh, not really good songs out there, but there are songs about Toyotas. All right. I'm going to go through a whole bunch of different topics here really fast just to sort of clear the board for the day. And you can interrupt me at any time if there's something you want to talk about. First off, for you Trump supporters out there, that perked up some ears, I know. For you Trump supporters, question for you. I think he actually has an interesting point, but I want to hear your reaction to it. Since you like to defend Trump, here's an opportunity. So there was a town hall, and there's Governor DeSantis. And his basic argument for you to vote for him instead of Trump was, look, um, if Trump gets the nomination, the entire election cycle, every debate, everything in the news is going to be about Trump. And bad things they've said about Trump, you know, whether he should be on the ballot in January 6th and justified or not, their lawsuits against Trump is all going to be about Trump. But if you vote for DeSantis and he becomes the nominee, then it actually is about issues. Just your, think about that triple eight ninety seven Woods is the phone number. What's your response to DeSantis today? Craig is in Cheyenne. Hello, Craig. Hi, Glenn. Yes, sir. I, I kind of want to compliment you first. You do a great job of climbing hoax, explaining to we in the audience I appreciate you know, what's really going on on the other side. Yeah. But I'd like to make a suggestion to you, uh, something that you would probably do a great job, is to talk about... Uh, the far left, Saul Skolinski's rules for radicals, yeah. the eight steps to change a capitalistic society uh, into a Marxist society. Uh, a lot of people don't know it, but it was Hillary Clinton's uh, college thesis. It was Barack Obama's Bible. Yeah. And we got to remember, you know, three key things. You know, what Reagan said, uh, worst thing is, you hear is, you know, the government and how the government's going to take care of you. Yeah. Clinton said, you know, it's what you can do for your country, not what the government does for you. But what did old Barack Obama say? Six days before he got elected, we're going to yeah. transform this country. Yeah. yeah. What did he mean by that? Right. And I think it would be helpful to go through those eight steps of Saul Skolinski and what they're doing in this country. You do a great job of that. And I just wanted to suggest that to you. Okay. I'll give it a look. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's not a bad idea to take a look at what the strategy of a lot of these folks are and what they really want to do to America. As more of the libertarian guy, what I want to do is have a country that goes back to what we initially were, were supposed to be. And that would be a country of very limited government where your life is up to you. Government's here for a few basic functions. And it's not here to take care of you. It's not here to rule over you. Government's not supposed to tell you what to do. They're not supposed to provide for you. That's not the role of government in America. It's supposed to be a very small government that only gets a few basic things done and not a whole lot else. And there's other people who think the government is a solution to everything. 
So, in, in fact, um, just so you know, Craig, where I come down on it, one of the reasons I don't often talk about those things, I can, is to me I'm not so concerned with the strategy of what not just the left but big government in general, big government people are trying to do. What I like to do is point out the failures of it all, how it fails, why I don't want – even our governor here in the state of Wyoming has an all-of-the-above approach for energy, for example. And my answer to that is no, I want government out of energy. I don't want government deciding an all-of-the-above approach. I want a free market solution to energy. And if it turns out to be mostly coal and natural gas, then so be it. Whatever it is, it's a free market solution to the best kind of energy. I don't want government involved in our health care. They keep making it worse. I don't want government involved in trying to help uh, the poor. Leave that to the church and civic groups because government does a lousy job at that. Government has completely screwed up education and health care. So I want them out of these things. So I don't often sit, although I do look at what some people are doing as they try to strategize to, as you understand, take over and transform and make the world different. And you know. But I'm often not concerned with their strategy or what their motives are. I just like pointing out why it's not working and pointing out to people what does work. All right. So – a good example of – let me give you a couple of smaller examples of things that are happening right now. We had for quite a while this whole ESG thing. And, of course, ESG is where uh, if you're investing in a company, it's environmental, social, justice, cooperative, governance. You know, environmental, social governance is what they call it. And a lot of companies got involved with it under pressure from government. This is where I say careful of taking money from government and letting government have too much power over corporations because then we're not a free market anymore. But a lot of companies are starting to drop it because it has cost them a lot of money to try to implement ESG and the implementation of it cost them even more money. So they're getting rid of it. That's a failure. Let's not forget, you've probably heard recently, if I got it in the right order, DEI. Yeah, DEI initiatives. That's the one where you're supposed to have a in your HR department, human resource department, uh, someone who is going to start educating your employees, especially if you're a big company, start educating your employees on racial issues, uh, to name one, uh, but – it, it, diversity, equity, inclusion is what it is. And a lot of companies invested a lot of money in these programs only to find out all it was doing was causing diversity, not diversity, um, dissension in their company and costing them a lot of money to do it. It was not making the company a better place to work. It was making it worse and it was costing them a lot of money to do it. So they're getting rid of it. A lot of companies are just backing off on that. Once again, pointing to you see how that doesn't work. One more for you. I can do so many. I can spend uh, four hours just on this, but one more for you, just for the fun of it. Electric vehicles were supposed to be inevitable, says the headline, but electric vehicle takeover has hit some major roadblocks and setbacks. It's a plan that was flawed from the start. From Business Insider magazine. Yeah, they're the ones who are saying, look, um, if you take a look at it, they keep subsidizing this more. 
and sales keep going down. Doesn't matter the tax breaks or the subsidies, the dissatisfied customers. We are not in a burgeoning electric vehicle market. And those in government are trying to convince you why electric vehicle sales are the highest they've ever been. It's falling apart, not just the sales, but including the manufacturing. Okay, so and this is from a magazine called Investors Business Daily. I'm sorry, invest, uh, Business Insider section of the Investors Business Daily. One of many things I can point out that every time government tries to get involved in something, they just make it worse. So I can't, and I certainly will. I have no problem, uh, Craig, going back and taking a look at all of the diabolical plans and motives that you were talking about. But to me, I often don't concern myself with it. I just like to point out how these things are failing, why they are failing, and what works. And the solution that works is getting back to a free market economy and limited government. Let's wake up Wyoming. Like a strong cup of coffee in the morning. Tasteless, but it'll get you through the day. Wake up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Nine twenty-two is the time. It's wake up, Wyoming. Dan and Cheyenne said, "Of course, the mainstream order is DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. I think it is better to reverse the last two terms, so the abbreviation would be die." Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what companies who pick it up have been doing. They're spending a ton of money on this, and things that work are getting worse, not better, and they're spending a lot of money doing it. So there, a lot of them are just closing these departments. When companies decide to downsize, we got to cut money somewhere in order to get more streamlined and stay profitable and so on. The first thing is going to go is one of those offices. So All right. I did... Since Craig did mention the climate change thing, I know that's not what you were out of, uh, on about, Craig, but let's go ahead and take a look at something I played earlier this morning. And I want you folks who listen later in the morning to hear this. First off, uh, from our former favorite Fox News host who has moved on, he had an interview, which I'll have to listen to the whole interview later this afternoon. It was with a doctor soon. Uh, and I'm just going to play the introduction before he, he talked to Dr. Soon. But Dr. Soon is a astrophysicist and he worked with Harvard University for 35 years and was instrumental in the Cassini probe that went out to things like the moon, Titan, things like that. So quite a resume there. Here's just the intro for the interview I'll listen to later on today. In the United States, we often refer to our main sources of energy as fossil fuels, oil, natural gas, coal. They're fossil fuels because they come from fossils, ancient organic material, forests, jungles, plankton, dinosaurs. Held under the ground for millennia, they transform into oil, gas, and coal. Everybody thinks that's true. On the other hand, there's evidence that maybe it's not the whole story. If that's where fossil fuels come from, if that's how hydrocarbons are made, then how come they're found so deep under the oceans and at the top of the Earth? How come one of Saturn's moons, according to scientists, has more oil and natural gas than Earth? Were there dinosaurs and planktons and forests at one point on one of Saturn's moons? Probably not. So if all hydrocarbons aren't from fossils, where are they from? That's what I'll be finding out from an astrophysicist 
who's worked with NASA and Harvard University for 35 years. Dave is in Mills. Hello, Dave. How are you this morning? Good, sir. What you got? Well, you were talking about wind songs, and I was thinking we ought to honor one of our own, Chris LeDoux from KC, his uh, song about the cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. says you'd have to rope the old blue northern and ride it to the sky. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. I'll see if I can look that one up and add it to the list that I'll create for tomorrow. Okay. Thanks, All right. Sir. Thank you. He did another song about the Wyoming wind, too. So you folks are talking about Wyoming wind songs. I'll just go ahead and put together a whole list, a whole category of that. If you got more, triple eight ninety seven woods or use the Wake Up Wyoming app and send me some suggestions. And I'll put that in a nice long post for tomorrow and even play a little bit of some of those on the air. Now, one more thing. On the now, first off, isn't that interesting that they have found as they sent a, a probe to the moon Titan that when they looked at Titan, they found not just a lot of methane, like an ocean of methane, literally an ocean of methane, so cold it's liquid, but also frozen methane too. But there's evidence of oil. How would that be out there? Well, they didn't have life out there as far as we know there's never been any okay and that's not the only place that's been found out in outer space but i'll get on to that this afternoon this gentleman is dr matthew welkinick i think is how you pronounce his name he is also a climate scientist not an astrophysicist but a climate scientist listen to this there were certain things that we couldn't discuss in academia in earth sciences if you speak about climate change That is one of these taboo subjects. And climate change is tricky. There's a disconnect between what the science says and what the narrative in the mainstream media is. And what certain, what I would call, activist scientists have been kind of pushing. The narrative in the media is doing so much damage to mental health. Climate anxiety is probably the number one anxiety issue for the college students that I talk to. And the science does not support that fear. I think that that fear is irrational. Climate is a very convenient way for governments and institutions to get involved in nearly every aspect of a citizen's life. The disconnect that our small policy changes today will have some dramatic impact on future temperatures or weather in general is untrue. But if you speak out against it, you're essentially a pariah in this community. Now, that interview is a whole lot longer and is with Prager University. So I've got some homework tonight. I'm going to listen to those two interviews and get back with you on it. But here again, we're always told, you know, trust the science, listen to the science. Well, there's a guy who's worked with Harvard University as an astrophysicist and with NASA as well. And then the other guy is a actual climate scientist, a climatologist who's worked with major universities as well. I am listening to what the scientists say. And no, 97% or even 99% don't agree. There's sharp disagreement within the scientific community, which is what I quote when I'm on the air talking about these things. All right, we're getting into a news break here. So this is going to be local news in your local area. And then right after that, update on that weather forecast, which is worth listening to. More wind today in certain parts of Wyoming. We do know this much is true. The weekend is going to be kind of miserable. Now, how miserable is still something the meteorologists are trying to figure out. But they're working on that. This will be an update on that forecast right after your local news. Then you and I get back into it again. Triple eight ninety seven woods It's Wake Up Wyoming.
contains sarcasm that some listeners may find disturbing. A sense of humor is advised. Chat with Len live on the Wake Up Wyoming app. Nine thirty six the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Okay, I had the story all queued up, ready to go here. I'm going to put that aside for a couple of reasons here. Uh, Shorty is in Casper. He said the song I Can Still Make Cheyenne by George Strait makes reference to the wind in Cheyenne. I'll pull that up. That's a good one. Sister dear, my sister in Lake Wales, Florida, I still can't get over the news that there are people who dye their armpits. Well, <clears throat> let me look that up for you. Okay, so what happened was, let's say, armpit, uh, okay, there we go. What happened was he, every single day I've been, and this is just something new. Every every year I like to just do something a little bit different with the show. Yeah, just something to freshen up the show a little bit. One of the things I decided to do was, hey, let's have some fake sponsors. All right. So the Dan lives in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And I he has a wild imagination. And I sent him some ideas and said, how about just do a quick... Today's show is sponsored by. So here's what today sound like. Today's show is sponsored by Armpit Hair Dye. Because waving goodbye should be more colorful. Now, where he got the idea, I had no idea either, is he showed me pictures of women who are growing their armpit hair long. Okay, not shaving. And then dyeing it different colors. And the armpit dye does not necessarily match the hair on the top of the head. It depends on what they want to do. And some women, they actually do multicolored. So, there's a picture here, of a very attractive young lady, and she's smiling, and her she's holding her arms up, because she's actually grabbing the hair on top of her head and pulling it upward. Right, And the hair on top of her head is brown. Her armpits are a greenish blue color. The title of this article, believe it or not, 14 questions about dyed armpit hair. Uh, so, okay, it, it, things to consider. Dyeing the hair on your head has become a staple, but dyeing the hair under your arms, well, that may be entirely new to some people. The process is similar. And then the next part of the article asks, what's the point? Exactly. For some people, hair dye is a little more than a practical way to cover up uh, gray strands. For others, it may be an important form of self-expression, a particular shade, for example, whatever it might be. Uh, keeping and coloring your armpit hair, for example, can be seen as a way to challenge rigid beauty standards. Uh, so they're trying to make some kind of statement with this. Uh, well, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but my the the statement I get is, "Boy, you look stupid." But okay, all right. Is it the same process as dyeing the hair in your head? The process is similar, they say. Uh, how is it done? And then it talks about the products, the preparation. Oh, I bet you're just really curious about the preparation for dyeing your armpits. Make sure you cover all nearby surfaces with newspaper. Well, who has newspaper anymore? This has got to be an old article. You should also clean your pits with soap and water to remove any lingering deodorant or whatever else is stinky down there. 
If you can change into a old sleeveless shirt, that will allow you easy access while protecting any place else from being stained. And then it talks about and then how to find a hairstylist for your armpit hair too. Okay, you see. <laughs> so, sister dear, yeah, this was uh, a thing. And then this was a few years ago that the Dan told me about dyeing armpit hair, and I had I haven't seen anyone who has done it personally. There's pictures in the article here, but I've never personally seen anyone who's done it. Let's see. So Pete in Cheyenne, looking at songs about Wyoming when you could listen to Yellowstone Winds by Bill Staines. Oh, I will go ahead and do that. Yeah, okay, let's see. There's something from Mason in Casper here. Uh, signs to say, okay, no, we were in a different conversation. I'll skip that one. These are people who are sending me notes on the Wake Up Wyoming app. White Eagle is in Arapahoe. Chancey Williams had a song about Wyoming wind, and he's from Wyoming. Now, I don't know if I'll, I probably am not going to have a chance to go through all of this, but if you would like to hear a really good song about Wyoming wind, go to the Wake Up Wyoming website. I know Miss Mary will alert, if she hasn't already, she'll alert this story out. But I just wrote up an article about creative ways of cursing the Wyoming wind when it gets as bad as it was yesterday. And when I got to the end of the article, I put up a video, which I've put up before in other articles about the wind. This is Caitlin Cantney is her name. She does have a pretty good career going, although not a top 40 kind of pop star thing, but she does have a good uh, career going in music. Uh, this particular song that I have that I'm just starting to play here is called oh, Wyoming Wind. Sparkle like diamonds Like stars falling down from the sky That just kept shining There's a runaway train On the high desert plain Untamed, it won't be fenced in. It's known by the name of the Wyoming wind. So that's a very good song. So if you go to the Wake Up Wyoming site, or again, if it's appeared as an alert on your app, the song is about creative ways to curse the Wyoming wind. At the bottom of the article, listen to that entire song. It just keeps getting better. It's one of my favorite songs uh, about Wyoming, and I've never heard of her before until I found that song. 943, Wake Up. This program is intended for immature audiences only. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Weekdays at 6 on air on Alexa and 24-7 on the Wake Up Wyoming app. 948 to time. Wake up, Wyoming. Back we go to the icebox. Frank Gambino's waving by. Okay, just the last round of television shows, Frank. This time the we're going. The last one. The last one. This time we're going to the 80s. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to go backwards. We could, if you like. Well, we'll, we'll go to the 80s. We'll, we'll go to the I, 80s. I didn't watch as much in the 80s as I, the 70s. I really didn't. There were some outstanding shows, but there was a lot of stuff I just didn't care to watch. Okay. Family Ties. Pass. Okay. The Wonder Years. Pass. Cheers. Yes. Golden Girls. Yes. Uh, yeah, those two are just phenomenally yeah. good. Yeah. Who's the boss? Pass. Newhart. Pass. Really? I like Newhart, especially the final episode. Well, I, I liked the, the previous show. Yeah, but the final episode, he wakes up 
and he's back in the previous show. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, yeah, that, that was really good. <laughs> I re- yeah, I remember yeah. that. One I never watched, Silver Spoons. Pass. I have no... Knight Rider. Pass. Yeah, okay. See, like I said, Miami Vice. Every so often. Mama's Family. Pass. Yeah, see it. Moonlighting. Yeah, that was a good show. They had some... It was really unique. With, with Bruce Willis when he, yes. was, when he was younger, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really thought that was a yeah, very that, unique show, so yeah, that, I Yeah, that, that was well-written. It was a good show, yeah. Uh, here are some ones I've never watched. Uh, give me a break. Pass. Coach. Every, once in a while. Once in a while. Okay. Married with children. All the time. Okay. That is a classic television <laughs> a classic show. Uh, Every single time that that program was on, you had to watch Married with Children. Roseanne. Pass. You did not like. Wow, that was a hard pass. Pass. I mean, you didn't just say pass on that. You gave that one like a hard pass. Never. Okay, and uh, I would bet you never watched Full House. Pass. Yeah, Charles in Charge. Pass. Boy, you just really thought that the '80s sucked for television, Boy, it was ter- didn't it's you? Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's where I thought the same way. The Fall Guy. If there was nothing else on. Okay. How about on PBS, The Joy of Painting? No. No, never. <laughs> I, 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 I do. I, you know, on the educational, I used to watch Nova. Oh, Nova was really good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Greatest American Hero. No. Never watched that one. No. Okay. So what were you doing? <laughs> you know what? I was outside playing yes. games. Doing something there. Playing football in the alley. And there you go. And at okay. that age, you should have been dating, meeting in women. The 80s? You see, yeah, you? Sure. Well, let's see. I was in college. Yes. We don't watch TV in college. No. You're supposed to be out doing stuff. Like right. I said, you're supposped to be playing ball and meeting girls. Or, or at the bar. One of the two. Women's college basketball. The women cowgirls will be at home tonight in Laramie to take on San Diego State. The cowgirls are 3-4-3 three, three in Mountain West Conference play after a big win over the Air Force over the weekend. San Diego State is going to be a better challenge than the Air Forces as the Aztecs are 11-5 and five overall, 1-2 and two in league play. That is a 6-30 start from the AA in Laramie this evening. Men's college basketball. The women cowboys absorbed another big loss, this time the 20th rated Utah State in Logan, 83-59. At this juncture of the season, the cowboys are just not competitive with the upper four or five teams in the Mountain West Conference and they were blown out of the doors, blown out of the arena in the second half, 48-26. UW shot a decent um, 44% in the first half, but not so much in the second half, just 33%. Mason Walters led the way with 17, but Sam Griffin and Brendan Wetzel won a combined 2 of 10 from the three-point line. Utah State, 52% from the floor, 13 of 14 from the free throw line. They are 15-1 and and 3-0 and in Mountain West play. The Cowboys are a pedestrian 8-8, and 1-2 in league play. The host Fresno State on Saturday afternoon in Laramie at 2 o'clock. Over in high school basketball, Cheyenne played host to that big James Johnson tournament over the weekend. For the boys, Cheyenne East went 4-0. and They sit at 10-1 and on the year. Cheyenne Central went 3-0. and They are 10-0. and The Toronto went 3-0 and in the tournament. They are 9-0 and overall. Laramie went 3-0 and the Plainsmen are 8-1. and Kelly Walsh went 1-3. and Cheyenne South went 0-4. and On the girls' side in the Cheyenne tournament, Central went 3-0 and to get to 8-2. and East was 3-1, and sit at 9-2. and Laramie won 2 out of 3. South went 2-2. and Toronto one and two. And Kelly Walsh lost all three of their games in Cheyenne. In high school wrestling from over the weekend was the big Shane Shadow tournament in Douglas. On the boys' side, Cheyenne East won the team title with Natrona taking third. East had one champion at 132 pounds in Kozak Porter. Natrona had three champions in this tournament. Bo Russell at 165, Tucker Sides at 190, and Noah Sides at 215. Kelly Walsh with two champions in Douglas, Maverick Gallup at 106, and William Alt at 150. Cheyenne East won the girls' side of that tournament. Kelly Walsh fourth. Cheyenne South had a champion 
Argentina's Trinity Warner at 106, and Laramie's McKenna Barham had, took the podium at 130 pounds. Casper Mountain was the site of the Jacobson High School Nordic Ski Event on Friday and Saturday for the boys. Kelly Walsh took first, with Trojan skier Fisk Johansson taking the podium in the Classic Race, and Jack Vuz of Laramie placing first in the freestyle. For the girls, Glander was first in the team standings, with Tigers skiers Emily Anderson and Amaya Eddy taking first in the freestyle and Classic Races, respectively. Do the... Um do the Nordic boys have to go up skiing this weekend? Up in no, no. The, you know who's up there? It's yeah. the Alpine guys. Uh, the Alpine and okay. girls. And oh my God! Uh, no, 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 no. Um, have fun with that uh, one. Yeah, I just about said that's going to be miserable because you think it's cold down at the bottom of the mountain in yeah, that, town. That'll be on Friday, oh, so it'll be about zero ish. Oh, take. worse than that in the in the middle of the day. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah, we're going to be in the negatives. Yeah, that's just good. Okay, so I really feel bad for those guys. By the way, every time you say that some team is was very pedestrian, pedestrian. there's a bunch of pedestrians walking down the street listening on their headphones that are really offended. Yeah, well, they're, they're the ones who walk across the street yeah, slowly. It's, it's slowly when it's icy. Thank you, yeah. Frank. Let's wake up, Wyoming.